Excellence Expected, the inspirational business advice podcast. Yo, yo, folks. Welcome to Excellence Expected, hosted by your third favourite Englishman after Jude Law and Hugh Grant. And let's be fair, Daniel Craig's probably up there. It's me, Mark Asquith, with another episode providing small business excellence and helping you to define, challenge and conquer the issues that plague us all. We all have them. And today we're going to dig deep. We are going to dig real deep. And the specific problem we are going to be discussing is how to handle times that are really tough, how to get through those difficult times, and more importantly, how to grow from that experience. Because let's be honest, we've all made mistakes, things have happened to us, serendipity has not quite been serendipitous, and things have just gone wrong. But how do we dig in? How do we grow from that? And how do we become stronger? And that is the issue that we're going to challenge today. And with me is possibly the most vibrant guest we've ever had on the show today. Someone that just fills me with life and someone that I'm really looking forward to digging into, into this specific specific problem with. It's the CEO and founder of Rodcore Services, Cheryl Jones. How are you? I am doing great, Mark. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. We've got a little bit of a, a tickle in the throat, but we're all right, Cheryl. We're not bad, thank you. All right, great. <laughs> I love that. Now, I love your accent. Tell me, whereabouts are you from? Oh, I'm in Dallas, Texas. Well, I was only in Texas a couple of weeks ago. I was in the delightful borough of Fort Worth. Yeah, that's awesome. I wished I would have known you then. I would have set up for coffee or something. <laughs> oh, do you know, it was, it was that hot, Cheryl. I couldn't move, so there'd have been no coffee. I was just laid there like an Englishman out of water. It was uh, it was certainly the hottest place I've been for a long time. Oh, yes, yeah, very hot. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So we're going to dig into this. We're going to specifically talk about how we can define, challenge, and conquer the issue of getting over these difficult times and growing from that that particular experience. And I think it's something that we've all been through. And just before we do that, you've got a very, a very, very impressive pseudonym, the Queen of Hearts. So I'd yeah. just like to dig into how did that come about? What is Rodcore Services? And what do you do for people, Cheryl? Okay, I um, operate Rodcore Services. We are a company that provides respite care services to adults and children with special needs. And respite care is very similar to providing a home health uh, nurse or or aid for the families so they can take a break. That's what it's all about, giving them a break from the care of their child or adult with special needs. So it is a wonderful, wonderful service. I am a former parent. I had a special needs son that passed away. And the name Queen of Hearts is so funny. One of my clients' moms, she told me, I've probably been in business about six months or so, and she said, you are the first person who has ever given so much to us. And I said, what do you mean? She said, you really seem like you love us. And I said, you know what? I do. I love the community that I serve because I know many times they are invisible to the world. So it's so important to show love, but I make sure I show love to my clients and my clients' families because I know how tough it is because I've been there, definitely. What I love about that is is 
in business, like we're all so busy, you know, we all say, oh, we're yeah. so busy, we can't do this, we've really not got time for this, this and this. And one of the things that that does often impact is our ability to give, is our yeah. ability to empathize and be there for people that yeah. for all intents and purposes, we, we might not know that well. And we might not necessarily see the problems that they're going through. So I'm really keen to to look at how that has obviously affected you personally, has affected your business. But is that something that you see as a bit of a problem? When you talk to other businesses, do they do they approach this like you do? Or, or do you come across that, listen, guys, I'm too busy to actually have a meaningful conversation? Oh I think people are busier now than I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it is really a a difficult time. And it's so funny because one of the reasons I started the Love of Heart movement is I wanted to really spotlight people who love what they do. And that was very rare. What I was seeing was a lot of stressed out teachers, really a lot of stressed out doctors, just a lot of people who are just working from day to day, but they absolutely hate what they're doing. So I just think that there's such a better way to live your life than, than to hate what you're doing. I really, really do. And I've encouraged many teachers, it's your year to retire because you do not like this anymore. And it's so funny that when we hate something or really are not into it, it affects the people that we're serving. And people don't realize this is their only chance to be in third grade or to be in fourth grade, whatever. And you are affecting their life in such a negative way when you come to work and you absolutely hate what you do. So I just really make sure that one of the roles that I've, t I've taken on now is more of a coach and a mentor in addition to everything else I have going on. I've just seen so many people that are in depressed and really anger states, really, that um, it's really sad, actually. It's really sad because I wake up at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning ready to go to work. Really? And I'm still, oh, yeah, I'm still excited. My company will be 10 years old October 14th. And I am so still excited about what I do and who I serve. So I tell people, if everybody had that same type of motivation and enthusiasm, this world would be an awesome place. <laughs> you wow. Know? You wake up at 3 a.m. ready for work. That is, uh, I, I wake up at 5 a.m. ready to go back to sleep. And it's <laughs> just completely blown my mind. That. That's amazing. I love that. And oh. The one thing that I pull from that, which really interests me, is that I, 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 what did I have this conversation with? I did talk to someone about this only a few days ago and we were kind of coming around the houses and getting to the point that this person had set a business up and he wasn't really that happy doing it anymore. And I said to him, well, listen, you know, you're working all the hours that God sends. You're not seeing the family. You're burning out. And actually you hate your job. Just imagine, step outside of that. Look back to when you set the business up. You never said to anyone, listen, I'm going to set a business up that, I really don't like doing. <laughs> it takes all my time and means that I never see the family and I'm going to become stressed and depressed and every all you know all the medical things that go with that. You never ever set out for that to be the achievement. That's not an accolade and I, it always amazes me that people can't quite see that. It kind of for me it feels like it, it, it people need something to happen. They need a break. They need the burnout to happen. They need something to snap and you know, I, I don't know how people get around that without someone like yourself helping them through. And do you find yourself working with people that are so close to breaking point that you are there to kind of say, well, listen, as you say, I, I, you just need to stop, guys? Yes, I find myself 
really being more of a mentor than a coach because I'm the type of person I'm not afraid to tell you, okay, you really need to either put in your notice and in two weeks find a job or put in your notice and know that something will come up after you leave. I said, because you're not at a point where you're going to be able to attract anything positive because, you know, when I'm very uh, open and, you know, resourceful and, you know, I'm a person that everybody loves, but when I can't stand to be around you, you have trouble (laughs) (laughs) because I love everybody. So I I love being around people, but it's like, okay, you starting to get on my nerves. You need to quit. (laughs) You need to close shop down because you are not effective. I'm telling you, you know, like attracts like. So if you're like this, you're getting clients that are like this. You're getting customers that are like this. Because this is what you're presenting to the universe. So I'm so big into law of attraction because I know it works. I absolutely yeah. know that it does. I completely buy that. And, and you know, it's, I always use the phrase, which is similar to that, which is open mind attracts opportunity. And I think that the, the reverse is true, true as well. If you've got a closed mind, you attract the wrong type of opportunity. And I think that is that's so perfectly put by what you just said there. And you know, let's talk about that, you know, how to handle these difficult times then. And, you know, I, I would imagine that's both personal trauma, difficult times in your personal life, maybe bad business decisions or when things just get on top of you. And, you know, what are some of the things that people do, for want of a better word, wrong in your right. experience? You know, where do people look when something bad happens? What's their natural instinct and where does that lead them? What's the, What do they get wrong with this? Well, I think many times people get into denial and they don't want to accept what's really happening. You know, I find so many parents so many times thinking, well, they're wrong about this. Let me go. And they may have their child tested, you know, 10 times just to make sure that the child has a disability. And they spend the majority of their life talking about what their child doesn't don't have rather. And um, I just really and I know this is kind of getting into my first actionable tip, but I really need to tell you this story. When I have parents call me and say, well, they say my child has autism, but I don't believe them or whatever, and they're just all up in arms. Many times I hang up the phone here in Dallas and I drive to wherever they are because I want to look them in their face and hold their hand and let them know, you know what? Guess what? Johnny is still alive. So we got to start with what we got. We got something positive because when I compare them to my son, my son is not alive. So I tell them all the time. Do you know what I would give for my son to still be here, whether he could walk, talk or whatever? Just having his life would have been worth anything. And you're complaining about something so little, you know, so let's first accept what what is and then we go from there. And if I can get them to just accept, you know, okay, he may have autism, but he's walking, you know, or he's able to talk, you know, maybe not good, but he has some sentences, some words. So I try to really just let them know anything is possible. And I've seen a lot of stuff and I've experienced myself where I can tell them, okay, sometimes, you know, if you have the right nutrition, things will change. Just really taking the time to educate people is so important because guess what? Everybody's going to experience something bad in their life. You know, if you're not right now, guess what? It's going to (laughs) come. One day you're going to experience something bad and you're going to need some skills some tools in your pocket that you can deal with and pull out and, you know, say, oh, okay, I remember she told me this. You know, and I just encourage people to find those tools now so you can get ready and deal with things when they pop up. 
I think so many people do do that. You know, they, they kind of, it's almost false positive action. I see it so many times when someone's lost a client or someone's lost a, yeah. a, a particular proposal, you know, they, they've just not got the job or, you know, they lose a member of staff or even being honest, they just make a terrible decision. Yes. And they spend so much time taking these false positive actions and moving not forward, but just moving for the sake of it and feeling mm-hmm. like they're doing something. Is that something that obviously from the personal side of things, from the business side of things, from every aspect of your life, is that a symptom of, of just not really being able to accept and, and deal with this? Do people try and mm, yeah. busy themselves, if you like? Yes. I work with a lot of people that may still be at concept level and they may not realize you know, I hear this quite a bit. It's really funny, Mark. People will say, well, there's nobody in this field. This thing is wide open. And I'm laughing because they think that I'm weird or something. You guys, if it's wide open and there's no competition, that means that a million companies has, have tried it and it doesn't work. So it's like, <laughs> okay, come on. <laughs> you want to be in something where you have some competition because that means it works. So, you know, it's so important that people realize that there's nothing new under the sun. Somebody has tried it before. And if they didn't get a good response and you're thinking, okay, mine is 10 times better and you put it out there and nothing happens, that's a good indicator that maybe you need to change up something. (laughs) And, you know, people will, it's so funny because they just want to stick to their plan. I say definitely stick to your plan, but be flexible in the approach. You know, because the approach may change. Yes, you may need to change something, you know. So it's so funny how people are just dead set and this has got to work this way. Not always true, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's one of the biggest difficulties that people face in business. You know, when we talk about growing from, um, from the experience of going through a bad, a bad patch, again, whether it's business or personal, we can all look back in our own lives and see what, mistakes we made and quite often it is that I've put something out there and nothing's happened that was my first ever cock up you know quite literally com- complete mess up you know my first ever design company mm-hmm. like we didn't sell a damn thing and <laughs> like we didn't sell anything and I don't know why the heck you know looking back it was I got it completely wrong at the time I was just scratching my head saying wait a minute I'm doing something right here it's just everyone else is wrong right. it, uh-huh. man it took me like so long to be able to say to myself dude it's you that's got it wrong yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, you know that is such a difficult thing and quite often for business owners you do find that that's the that's the big thing it's that initial start it's heading in the wrong direction what what kind of processes do you go through with people and to get them back on the right track well, I many times just, hey, let's sit down and write it down on paper. What I find is I have two different categories of people that I work with. One is an entrepreneur that has that magic 401k that they have taken the majority of their money out and they've spent, you know, a bazillion dollars trying to get something to work and they're just not going to hear you. They're just thinking that if they continue to throw more money at it, it will just work one day. And then you have the logical people that are like, well, you know, this has been out for six weeks and nobody has taken a bite of anything. Nobody has bought a thing. 
And it's like they're willing to, at that point, sit down and say, okay, what do you think? I'm like, let's look at the marketing plan. Let's look at the product. Let's look at everything. And I think when people are ready, you know, many times, you know, I don't know if you know how it is, Mark. Sometimes we just have to hit the floor completely and we just have to totally fall before we truly believe that we've done something wrong. And sometimes we just have to let people fall. But the other people that are ready and willing to make changes, boy, I'm with them 100 percent because it's like one of the things that I am an expert at is doing research and finding resources that people need. You know, I may not be able to give them everything, but I know where they can go get it because I've been to like 76 conferences. I am an information junkie. So I am all over the United States going to conferences, going here, going there, just increasing my tools, you know, because it's so important. If you're going to lead other people, you need to know what's going on out there. You need to know how people can be affected more than anything and just be a resource and a guide for them, for lack of a better word. So that's been my experience. It reminds me of one of my uh, my favorite quotes from the movies, as a, a, a Thomas Wayne said to a young Bruce Wayne, "Why do we Why do we fall, Bruce? So we can learn to pick ourselves back up." And sometimes yeah. you do. And I see it sounds so. I'm a, like a massive geek, Cheryl. Anything that can be even tenuously related to comics, I'm all over that. Yeah. Um, so that is what it, that's what I think that's what really inspired me when I was at the real low point. You know, I kind of burnt out and I had this real problem myself, but. I sort of had the mindset that, well, no one else is going to drag me up. I've kind of just got to look at what I've done wrong and take steps to make sure that doesn't happen again. And Mm -hmm. that's what I draw from my own experience. And it sounds like you work with a lot of business people on that front. And just to to spin it back onto you, actually, Cheryl, have you actually faced in your business any times where you've had these adversities and you've had to grow from them? What are some examples of how you've had to grow inside your own business? Wow. I think one of the major things that I've done is I've been willing to learn, learn, learn. I've always had coaches in my life and I've had hard times where, you know, something I have a contract with the state of Texas. So we are totally dependent upon what the government says goes next, (laughs) you know. So um, it's so funny because they can make changes every two years. And you not be ready for it because you're thinking, oh, man, things are going to be great. Well, sometimes they make some major changes and things are not great. So I've just learned to really just get out of my comfort zone and go ask somebody for help, you know. And I think that that's where you can find somebody that's going to be ready to grow. And when you get that help, you can turn everything around. You know, whether it means you need to tweak something and add another program or you need to delete a program, just whatever you need to do, it can be turned around. I think one of the biggest accomplishments that I've made in 2015 is I've completed two books. One is a business compilation book called Behind Her Brand, where I am in the book with 11 other business women. So that was also fun. We talked about our you know, successes and our failures. So that was so wonderful to just put it down on paper. Okay, this is what I did wrong. One of the things that I had, it's so funny, Mark, is I didn't know military time, but the place that I had the contract with, I used to work there. So the guy from the finance department called me and he said, do you realize that you've lost over $20,000 because you're messing up on your military time? (laughs) And I was like, no, no, no. He said, I'm going to try to help you understand it. He said, because you can get back about half of it, but the rest of it is gone, you know? 
So it was like, okay, Cheryl, learn the steps you need to learn and stop, you know, letting money run through your fingers <laughs> because wow. it was a lack of knowledge, you know, but many people will just go on and go on. So I was so thankful that he called me and said, you've lost so much money because of this one little thing that's very easy. And it's like, whoa, that was just God really blessing me to have somebody to contact me and say, it's just a matter of your learning. You've just got to learn this military time. And it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> so, wow. Wow, funny, wow, wow. <laughs> but not funny, you know, when you think about it, it's like $20,000. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know. I'm but not laughing like, at all. Like if I if if twenty thousand dollars slipped through my hands, I would be mortified. And that that's what I like about you, Cheryl. Is you've got this nailed. You're like, well, that happened. You know, this is what yeah. I'm going to do now. Wow. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. So I got it after year number one. I got it. So it's like, okay, now I understand military time. So that will never happen with my billing again. But it's just little things like that, you know, that um, even I didn't realize website colors make, made a difference and just little things, you know, but this is the kind of stuff that I share with people because it's like, if you could avoid some of the little mistakes that I've made and even the big mistakes, boy, your life is going to be so much better. But it's all about sharing and just having the love for people to let them know hey, don't do this or do this or whatever, you know? So I think that's so important. And that's something that I, that I often wonder about is that, you know, we all know more than we think we know. We huh? all have grown from our own experiences. And quite often we find ourselves with an opportunity to help people where perhaps we don't see that opportunity. So we, we often don't think we're good enough or qualified enough to help people. And the idea that you just mentioned there of paying it forward and saying, well, look, yeah. you know, here's how you can help yourself. You know, you, there's something to be said for congratulating yourself on how much you have grown, even if you don't realize it, I think. Yes, I know. It has been a definitely a great, I think 10 years is a decade. Yeah, it's been a great decade. <laughs> It really have. And I just tell people all the time, I just stay in a joyful state and I just keep it moving. I just call it Kim. Kim, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Just keep it moving, you know. And I'm willing to make the corrections and make the changes as I'm moving, you know, because I can't sit still, you know, because if I sit still, I don't know what's going to happen. So my thing is to make sure I'm always out, always, you know, available. And uh, the second accomplishment that I absolutely love is I finally wrote the book about my son. And I didn't realize his death brought me so many lessons, but I nailed down 10 of them. And that's what three of my action tips are. And um, just really just wanting to share with others and let them know, boy, you can recover from anything and nothing has to bring you completely down and change your life. Because as a result of my son, my company has done over $6.4 million. And it's like, okay, now do I think that God gave me that child so he could pass away, so I could start this company? Absolutely not. But what he did give me was all of these lessons. And in order for me to really look at it and say, this is where I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be helping parents that were just like me. And it was like a light bulb went off. So it's like, oh, my goodness, you just don't know what you have until you kind of look back and look at the lessons because everything is a lesson. You can look, learn from anything. So I encourage people, take time to kind of look at your life and see where you stand out. If you love people and you know you're supposed to be, you know, working with others, get out there, work with others, definitely. 
Yeah, I like that. It, 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 there's something to be said for looking at what you're good at and what you enjoy mm. doing and trying to find the bit in the middle where they intersect. And that actually leads me on to the Fast Becoming Famous, Excellent Expected Actionable Tips section, because you mentioned there the 10 lessons that you learn from your experiences and obviously putting those experiences down in the book. And as you mentioned there, Sha, I know you've put three of those down as your actionable tips. Yeah. So let's let's dig into that because I think there's a lot to take away from this. And let's dive into actionable tip number one, please, for people that want to learn how to handle these difficult times and grow from that experience. Yes. The tip number one that I would put into action today is acceptance. I believe that acceptance is key to your future, you guys. And when we accept the good and the bad, that's when we learn. I mean, it really is. And I've really learned this in the last year more than ever. Everybody that we think we're friends with, we really have to look at our relationships too, because it may be that some friendships need to go away now, you know, and we need to accept that as well. People grow apart. And I think that's what I've learned the most in this last 12 months, that everybody's not going where I am and everybody can't be happy with the way that I'm growing, if that makes any sense. <laughs> you know, so acceptance is really key. It really is. Mm -hmm. So action tip number two is learn to forgive. I've always been a social worker, you guys. I can remember even being a child, always wanting to help people. So when you're a social worker, you kind of sometimes you can let people run over you. But what I've learned about Cheryl Jones is I've always learned to forgive. Now, I may not ever want to see you again, but I can definitely forgive you. <laughs> so I think that is key that we know, hey, what do I like, you know, but don't harbor hatred and, you know, oh, they did me wrong and da, 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 da. No, don't harbor any of that because that's just a waste of your time. Move on with your life. Life is meant to be joyous. It really is. And if you're not finding joy at work or in your relationship, things can be fixed. It really can. I've been married for 28 years and I tell people it has not always been easy, but I've always been in joy because that's what I intended for my life to be. And it kind of goes back to the to the talk we had about, about love attraction. I got what I expected because I've always known I'm going to have a wonderful life, you know? So, and if you kind of start out with your expectations and just like this show, you know, you expect for people to be excellent, you know? So it's so important that we kind of lead and rule our own life, you know? And if you expect great things, do great things, become the person that you are expecting to get back in your life. So that's what I would say about learning to forgive. And my third tip is more action and less thinking. And you guys, this one is really near and dear to me because when I wanted to start my business, I spent two years doing research and planning. And I'm the type of person, yeah, I'll, what if this goes wrong? What if this goes wrong? How can I bounce back from this? How can I bounce back from that? So I'm not going to tell you I didn't quit my job without fear. I was a program director. I felt like I finally made it. And then I just felt like I needed to start my business. So I was like, wait a minute, I've got this great salary, all of these benefits and all of this time off. But I just could not get over the, the push inside of me that's saying, you're supposed to be in business for yourself. So when I decided, you know, it had been two years of really planning. And I tell people it doesn't take that long. It really doesn't. But I really want you to do your due diligence and do your research. 
you know, know what's available out there. Know about if you're a person that wants to go for federal funding, make sure you cross all the I's and dot all the T's. Make sure everything that they're asking for, you have. Because money is available out there um, through various types of contracts, really. I mean, there's anything. You can partner with the school district. You can do a lot of things. Um, for a business. So it's just so important that you know you need more action and less thinking. And Mark, that is all I have for my three actionable tips. That is all you have. They are <laughs> they are some of the most complete actionable tips we've ever had on the show. Don't be oh, modest. I love it. I love it. That is amazing. That has been such a fun episode. Honestly, that really, really does empower me personally. I think we all forget sometimes that, you know, business is hard, life is hard if, if we let it become hard. And I, I just love the approach that you've got, the outlook that you've got, Cheryl. Everything that you do is done with such vibrancy and, and such a positive attitude. So thanks for bringing that to the show. And just before we wrap it up, where's the best place for people to connect with you online, please? You know, I am a Facebook queen and I hate to say it. I love Facebook. I really do. So Cheryl Jones and Cheryl is spelled with an S. S-H-E-R-Y-L Jones. I'm in a, I think a green outfit, a green picture. Yeah. With a green outfit on, on Facebook from Dallas, Texas. And I would love to connect with you. Definitely. Definitely. That would be the best way to catch me. And then the second way is my email, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Email and um, Facebook would be the best. And my email address is Cheryl, S-H-E-R-Y-L Jones, J-O-N-E-S at Rodcore. R-O-D-C-O-R dot com. So I would love to connect with anybody that I can help. I can, you know, even if it's just being a motivation for you, I do a daily hotline. That's another thing. Monday through Friday, that's free of charge. It's 214-220-9302. And you know what? I didn't know if there were some more numbers you add when it's in another country or not, but you guys can figure that out, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you guys that aren't American, you can figure that out. I yeah, think I'll actually, I think it's zero zero one because I've had that problem myself. Pop okay. zero zero one on the front of that. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> if you get like a big influx of the English people, that's my fault. <laughs> okay. I love it. Well, Cheryl, thank you so much. That has been such a good episode. I really, really appreciate you taking the time for this. So much for having me, and I'm so excited about your show. And I look forward to listening to more and more of them because they are incredible. Oh, you gem. You're a sweet talker, aren't you? (laughs) Well, thank you so much to Cheryl for joining me. And thank you to everyone who was listening. I know it's, uh, you know, you've got half an hour of your time spent with with me and my fantastic guests. So that really does mean a lot. Thanks so much for doing that. And everything that myself and Cheryl has spoken about, including all of the links, as ever, will be available at excellence-expected.com. And just a small favor to ask on my behalf, please. If you enjoyed this fantastic show with Cheryl, just tell a friend about it, please. Get them to listen and ask them to tell a friend as well. That is the best, best thing you could do for us. Thank you so much for that. And until next time, folks, don't forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel. Adios. Bye-bye.